0: Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, author of our devotional Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. I'm the senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer, the epicenter for equipping church, prophecy rooms, healing rooms. If you're in the region, come down and visit us. Today's devotion titled, Go Deeper in My Love. Go deeper in my love. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Nothing can stop you from entering the depths of my love except wrong thoughts and beliefs about who I am. I want to take you deeper, but you must see another dimension of my heart to become willing to abandon yourself more fully to me. The enemy wants you to fear the new level I desire to bring you into, but my perfect love will cast out fear if you let it. Meditate on my love for you and follow me into the secret place where I can share the depth of my compassion for you. You will never be the same. Amen. That's a good word. Go deeper in his love. Today's scripture references 1st John verse 4 and 18. Psalm 37 verses 7 through 9 and 1st John chapter 4 verse 8. And the prayer starter for today, I want to go deeper with you. Show me where my thoughts and beliefs are out of line with your truth and show me your heart of love and compassion for me. Take me to your secret place where I can come to know you better. Amen and amen. God is good. Father, we thank you today that you are love. You are love. So when we seek to go deeper in love. We are seeking to go deeper in you, your very essence, the nature, your character. God, we want to know you more. We want to go deeper, further. We want to experience the depth, the breadth, the height, the length of your love, God, which is unfathomable. We want to go deeper. We want to go deeper. We, go, we want to go deeper than the deepest ocean in your love, God. We need your love. We need to understand who you are because it changes everything. It changes everything. God, we exalt you. We magnify your name today over every. Horrifying situation over every trauma, over all strife. God, we magnify Your name, the name of Jesus. We lift up Your name, the name of Jesus. We celebrate Your name, the name of Jesus. We focus on Your name, the name of Jesus. God, we don't want to focus on the name Lucifer. We don't want to focus on the name fear. We don't want to focus on the name pain or or or, or disgust or or, or 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 betrayal. We don't want to focus on these names. We We want to focus on your name the name that's above every name the name that has power to break every chain the name the name of Jesus we want to focus on that name we want to focus on the name called hurt or the name called abuse or the name called lack we want to focus on your name God because we will move toward that which we focus upon God help us to shift our focus on you who are love. God is love. Help us. We can't go deeper in you unless we focus on you. So help us, Lord, to focus on you, your character, your beauty. God, help us to be those Psalm 27 people, a people of one thing. David, cry out, one thing have I desired from the Lord, and that I will seek. God, we want to be the people, the one thing people, the people of one thing who focus primarily First and foremost, predominantly on one thing Jesus, the risen Christ, the love of the Father, the move of the Holy Spirit. God, help us to shift our thinking, shift our minds today, remove the clutter. I just saw a hand in the Spirit just sweeping through the clutter. It's, it's like you ever seen somebody in a, in a movie and they just sweep everything off the table? Beloved, the Lord shows me there are some things on your table that do not belong there. There are some things in the setting of your life that do not belong there. And God wants to sweep them away. God wants to wipe the table clean. God wants to give you a new beginning and even put you in front of your enemies at a table that he has prepared for you. But you must learn to focus on him instead of focusing on Everything else God help us to focus help us Lord help us Lord help us Lord I saw a hand some of you on your table you have uh, like a uh, I see different instruments I saw salt and pepper shaker but it's not the salt of the world it's not the salt that brings flavor it's the saltiness of bitterness It's the pepper of pain I see this table that's set and there's different place settings there there's different plates it's all ornate it looks good on the outside but there's poison in the pot It looks good from a distance, like a table that's set, a banquet that's there for you. But God doesn't like what is being served. He doesn't like what is being fed to you by the wicked one. He doesn't like it. And the Lord would say to you today, stop eating the enemy's pasha. Stop eating the enemy's food. Stop eating the enemy's portion. My tongue got tied. It's the portion. Stop eating the enemy's portion Stop eating the enemy's portion. 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 Your portion is not bitterness. Your portion is not pain. Your portion is not unforgiveness. Your portion is not fear. Your portion is not rejection. All of these things that the enemy has served up at this table. God wants to wipe it clean. It's almost like he wants to turn it over. It's almost like he just wants to... Come in and just say, what are you doing? Don't eat that. It's poisonous and just sweep it away. God, would you help us today to stop eating the enemy's portion, the portions that he has put on our plates, those portions of fear, those portions of lack, those things that invade our heart and our minds. Ah. Father, in the name of Jesus help us focus on our portion in you on our inheritance in you help us to focus God on what you have put before us the, the, the dreams and the goals that you have put before us God help us to stop uh, eating and partaking of the devil's portion and start tasting and seeing that you are good because you are a good good father and you are love. and we want to eat of your portion we want to eat of faith we want to eat the scroll we want to hear the word we want to walk in faith we want to overcome the obstacles because we focused on the solution because we focused on the solution giver because we focused on love because we focused on you there is a way through and there is a way out there is a way through and there is a way out and I just heard the Lord say tell them to excuse themselves from the enemy's table Just decide to stop sitting there. The enemy's enemy's table is full of gossipers. The enemy's table is full of backbiters. The enemy's table is full of betrayers. It's the memories of these things, beloved. You're sitting at a table, not with people, but with demons that remind you of the pain of your past, that remind you of the failures of the past, that remind you of this of the past and that of the past and the grievances of the past. You've got to stop dying fighting with the devil Oh God would you help us today to stop dining with the devil to stop having conversation over our meals with demon spirits that want to drag us into a place that takes us out of our destiny God would you help us today to focus on you your word says to think on things that are good and lovely uh, excellent and praiseworthy if you're not thinking these things if it's not excellent if it's not praiseworthy don't think it the Bible says Paul the Apostle told us how to think and how not to thank God would you help us to get our minds on you those who keep their minds on him he will keep them in perfect peace it's a promise beloved it's a guarantee when we keep our eyes on love when we keep our eyes on the one who saved us when we meditate and focus on him all of the pain All of the trauma, all of the fear, all the rejection, that voice, those voices that torment you, those voices that trip you up, those voices that want to make you run away from the people that love you, the only ones who can help you, those voices grow strangely dim and his voice begins to arise the voice of the living God becomes louder and louder in your ear and suddenly when you focus on him suddenly when you look him in the eyes suddenly you begin to hear him like you've never heard him before and the solutions come and the peace comes and the fear it fades away all of the assignments of the enemy they seem little the Israelites went into the promised land and they saw the Giants and they became like grasshoppers in their own sight And so they became like grasshoppers in the sight of the giants. Father, we're not going to look at the giants in the same way anymore. We're not going to see ourselves as little grasshoppers unable to overcome, unable to win the battle, unable to plow through, unable to forge ahead, but we will look at ourselves like giants because you have made us giants in the spirit. We are in Christ. All of these giants, they're the ones that are like grasshoppers. At the name of Jesus, every knee of every giant in your life, it's got a bow. Every knee of every giant in your life it's got to bow. Somebody's facing a giant of debt. It's got to bow in the name of Jesus. Stop looking at the debt and start looking at the debt canceller. Huh? This giant of of, of 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 sickness and disease and repetitive colds and and, and 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 watery eyes and and all of these issues that come against our physical body. God help us to stop hyper focusing on the symptom. And start hyper-focusing on the Savior. God, we thank you because you are love. You are good. You are God. You are love. We love you with everything in us. We want to follow you, Jesus. We want to follow you, God, in all of your ways. God, we're never going to be perfect, but we can cry. We can press. We can set our hearts to 100-fold obedience and say, Lord, if I'm not living up to that which I know, make it known to me so I can repent Lord, if I continue to fall in the same trap, help me to strengthen, help me strengthen me. Get me out of this. I just see some of you just walking. It's like, it's like this. I just saw somebody trip over walking this trip, this trip, this trip. And when you tripped, you fell forward, but you weren't really going forward in the spirit. You fell forward. You get up. You start again. The Lord shows me there's someone you're tripping over the same stuff and it might not listen to me. It may not look. On the surface, like it's the same thing you're tripping over, but beloved, it is. It might look different. Well, last season you stumbled over a relationship, and this season you're stumbling in the realm of finances. You're saying, well, that's not the same, but the root cause is the same, beloved. For many of you, the root cause, what you're tripping over, it might look like a different in the manifestation, but it's the same root and it's producing the same rotten fruit. God help us today to stop tripping. Huh. I was, I was somewhere. I was somewhere probably in London I don't know I've been on the road for a long time and I tripped over my own feet you ever heard that saying I tripped over my own feet and I was thankful that nobody saw me because I felt foolish I tripped over my own how do you do that I don't know but that's what the Lord just showed me as a parallel in the spirit some of you are tripping over your own feet because you're trying to walk in the direction God has not called you to walk in It's time to put one foot in front of the other and stop trying to make sudden turns. Stop trying to chase after this and that and the other without a word of the Lord. Some of you are tripping over your own feet. Some of you are tripping over root issues, but you're tripping. Shout out in your house, tell your, to wake up your husband, wake up your, just say, stop tripping. Stop tripping. You're tripping. You're tripping over this and you're tripping over that. You're tripping over your past pain. You're tripping over those issues that your pastor tried to get you to deal with, but you refused to look at it. You wanted to pretend you were healed. You wanted to pretend you were whole. You wanted to pretend you weren't afraid. You wanted to pretend you had it all together and now you're tripping over the same issue and you're hurting other people. Get it together. God help us to get it together and stop tripping. Somebody say, stop tripping, stop tripping, stop tripping, stop tripping, tripping. God help us help us today to stop tripping to stop tripping Baba <laughs> help us Lord to stop running away from those who are trying to help us to stop running away from you to stop running away from the truth to stop running away from the things that feel uncomfortable help us Lord your Bible doesn't tell us to run <laughs> your Bible tells us to stand and withstand in the evil day and when you've done all you can do to stand your Bible doesn't tell it your Bible your word doesn't say run except to the battle line your word doesn't tell us to run away when things get tough your word doesn't tell us to go the other direction and refuse to face that which is holding you in bondage we're to run into a problem not away from it help us Lord help us Lord help us Lord to run to you in the midst of every trial, in the midst of the heartache, in the midst of the heartbreak, help us, Lord, to run to you. To run to you, God. <laughs> to run to you. To run to you. I know when you're hurting, it's easy to run. I've wanted to run a million times over my journey with the Lord. Things get hard, they get tough. It doesn't look like you can solve a problem. And they have this, we have this as human beings, we have ha <laughs> we have this instinct called fight or flight. When it comes to your destiny, beloved, don't take flight, take up the fight. The enemy will always resist you. The enemy will always try to keep you in bondage. The enemy will always try to deceive your heart, to run from the very thing that God has told you to put your hand to, to run from the very people that God has put in your life to sharpen you. Don't be so fast to run away. Be fast to run to the Lord. For he is good and his mercies endure. And if you're a runner, if you're a runner, ask the Lord to help you not to run. There's a fight or flight syndrome that we are. We it's instinctive to our nature. Decide today to be a fighter and not a flighter. Decide today to fight for what God has given you for God's portion and stop running away to the enemy's table to sit around in a circle with demons who want to tell you who you are not, what you can't do. Help us Lord to be fighters, to be willing to fight for our destiny, to be, and we're the only ones that can. I'm so grateful for praying grandmas. I'm so grateful for those who don't let go of us in prayer. I had one, but we have to get in the fight. We have to decide enough is enough. We have to decide this thing that's tripping me, this thing that's causing me to, to be tripping this thing that's causing me to stumble And I've seen it over and over and over come on you have to say this you have to look at your life and say what am I tripping over is it my pride what am I tripping over is it my pain what am I tripping over my my selfish ambition what am I tripping over what do I keep tripping over and you have to ask the Lord to make that mountain into a molehill but it starts with your will nobody can do it for you beloved nobody can do it for you beloved you have to decide by your will even to stop the pain, I want to make some decrees today over broken hearts. Some of you are broken hearted. I was here in D.C. last night at the Awakening House of Prayer that we just planted. We're meeting every week on Monday at 7 p.m. And the Lord began to speak to me about Holy Spirit as comforter. He is our comforter, but we have to let Him comfort us. When you have a large gaping wound, many times you try anything. Many times we try anything to stop the bleeding, to stop the pain, or we don't. We just let ourselves feel it. The Holy Spirit wants to come in as comforter. The Bible says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Sometimes we have to be crushed. Sometimes we have to be broken. It's not God who is bringing the pain, but sometimes we'll never get through the pain unless we go through a crushing, but he is near to you. Revelation 21 and four says, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. Beloved, that is speaking of the time that we go to heaven, but you don't have to live like hell on earth now because of your pain. You can choose to allow the Lord, the Holy Spirit as comforter to wipe away the tears from your eyes. You can allow the Holy Spirit as comforter to cause you to release the grief, to process it and to let it go, to stop crying, to stop embracing the pain. Beloved, stop embracing the pain. Whatever happened to you, even if it was yesterday, is going to get better day by day, little by little. I decree healing over broken hearts today in Jesus name. I decree that the Lord heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds I decree he will strengthen you. I decree he will help you. He will uphold you with his righteous right hand. I decree that he is the God of your strength of your heart and your portion forever. Psalm 73 verse 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. What portion are you eating? Are you eating the portion that's doused with the healing balm of Gilead are you eating the portion that's doused with the truth that sets you free are you eating the portion that God has set before you the Word of God or are you eating the portion of the enemy's pain the bitterness the blame game the accusations it's everybody else's fault but mine I've taught for so long I've taught (laughs) I am responsible blame is the guard to change you can never change as long as you're willing to blame somebody else for your portion in life yes they broke your heart but you have a choice to get up and mend to get up and heal I decree over you healing for the broken heart comfort to your weary soul in Jesus name my flesh and my heart may fail but the, but 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 God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever I can't get off that I hadn't read that scripture. Before I started praying about the portions, the portions, the table, the portions on the table, what portion are you going to eat? I hadn't read that, but God had, God is the strength of my heart. I know many of you listening to me, your heart is hurting. Your heart is aching over something. And I don't mean to prophesy negativity, but if you're not in pain now, you will be at some point in the future. Jesus said in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. He has overcome the world. And he can help you overcome the pain of your heart from the prodigals that ran away from the breakup of that romantic relationship, from the death of the one that you loved that you just can't stop grieving over. God can heal you everywhere you hurt. He is your portion. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Your heart may feel wounded. Your heart may feel weak. But he, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, he is the strength of your heart and your portion forever. It is him with whom you sup and it is him of who you eat. Jesus said, drink of my blood and eat of my flesh. I I hear you, Lord. The Lord is saying some of you who are just brokenhearted, you need to start eating communion every day and asking the Lord to heal your heart. You know, Judas was a betrayer and Jesus knew that he would be betrayed before Judas manifested and he loved him anyway. We don't always see the betrayers coming. We don't always see the sudden death of a loved one. We don't always see uh, the, the, the breakup of a relationship, people leaving our lives who we love. We don't always see it coming like Jesus did but let me tell you this Jesus saw it coming he saw it coming in your life he saw the precipitous of pain coming in your life he saw the he saw he saw the enemy's plan he saw it and he can heal you everywhere you heard he can heal that broken heart I don't think I've ever prayed on this before at this level I decree healing over your broken heart. I decree a rapid healing motion over your heart that with every heartbeat of your physical heart, healing power of God will be released in your, in your soul. With every beat of your physical heart, I decree healing power little by little grace upon grace, hope the faith. I decree that your spirit man will rise up and take charge and not allow your soul to overwhelm you anymore. I decree now you have to do your part that's my decree over you you've got to pray in tongues you've got to sit before the Lord and let him soften your heart again because when pain comes many times the result is a heart that's hardened and a heart that accuses and a heart that blames a heart that looks for someone to point a finger at because they don't want to take responsibility for their own decisions We're not going to be like that. God, we're going to say today, I am responsible. It wasn't my fault that someone came and hit me in the back of my head. It wasn't my fault that someone came and stole from me, lied from me, abused me. That wasn't my fault. But my portion of responsibility is to look to you to heal me and not to stay in this place of bitterness, not to stay in this place where the devil has me in a corner, stealing my destiny, delaying my blessings because of unforgiveness. You know, healing starts with forgiveness. So, Father, today we forgive. We choose to forgive. Today we choose to forgive. We choose to forgive those who hurt us. We choose to forgive those who maligned us. We choose to forgive those who operated in the spirit of the accuser of the brethren, that covenant-breaking spirit. We choose to forgive them, even if they did know what they were doing. So we like to quote that scripture, Father, forgive them for they didn't know what they were doing. They know not what they do. But what if they did? What if they did? What if they knew what they were What if they knew exactly what they are doing? What if they'd been taught? What if they'd been counseled? What if they'd been raised up and poured into? What if they did know? What if they knew better and decided to listen to the devil anyway? We all do that sometimes, don't we? We would never allow fear to stop us if we didn't exalt the portion of the enemy over God's portion. Father, help us today to forgive them even if they did know what they were doing help us Lord to forgive them even if they purposely willfully chose to rip our hearts out of our chest help us Lord to forgive them even if it was premeditated because I think that is the worst kind of hurt when it was done on purpose with malicious intent father I thank you I decree healing for hearts today healing for broken hearts in Jesus name no matter what they did no matter who you lost No matter what was stolen from you, God can restore it. Beloved Romans 8 and 28 is good. And listen, many times it's not the same thing that's restored, but something better. I hear somebody out there in the spirit and you're saying, well, does that mean my boyfriend is coming back? Restoration doesn't always mean equal for equal. It doesn't always mean you're going to get the same thing back, but God can restore something better. When Job got double for his trouble, God didn't resurrect his sons and daughters and miraculously cause his property to be re, re, you know, re just didn't rise up out of the ground as it was. He gave him new, he gave him something new and that doesn't always take away the pain of what you lost, but God will take away the pain of what you lost, but you have to let him. I've been through this many times, beloved, over the years, many times. I've lost a lot for the sake of the gospel. I've paid a great price, but there's grace to do it. There's grace to keep going no matter what you've been through, no matter who stabs you in the back, who walks away, who dies, there's grace. So I speak the grace of healing over you today, healing for the broken heart. Lord, bind up the broken hearts for your glory so that we can move on once and for all and fulfill our destiny, and run our race, and cross the finish line, and throw our crowns at your feet, and hear you say those words, well done, my good and faithful servant, because at the end of the age, those are the only words that are going to matter, it's not going to matter what they said about us, what they accused, how they demonized, it's not going to matter, because I'll be justified in the end, wisdom is justified, wisdom, her children are justified, it's all going to come out, vindication will be your portion, Even if not in this age, it will be in the age to come. So I speak and I decree healing over your life in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Isn't God good? Some of you guys need to go listen to this again. He's good. Listen, I want to give you an opportunity to sow today. To sow a seed, we are going to Singapore on a media mission. I'm going to go actually and preach at a church. We're doing the prophetic release there. We're also going to Indonesia I'll be speaking at, God, forgive me, I can't remember the name. If you're in Indonesia, it's it's a mega church there, and I'll have to find the name of it before I leave. Uh, it'll be a couple weeks before I'm there, but I'll have to get you there. If you're in Indonesia, I'd love to meet you. If you're in Singapore, make sure you go to my Eventbrite. But I want to give you the opportunity to to sow into this media mission, to sow into this broadcast, to sow into your healing to sow into a word that brought life to you. Listen, if this broadcast is helping you, will you help us take it further? Will you help us do what we're called to do? Many are not able. I get that. But if you are, consider sowing a seed today. Listen, you can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash give, jenniferleclair.org slash give. If you want to sow straight into the missions, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. We do support many other missionaries around the world. We support 10 other organizations that do work that we're not equipped or prepared for expertise in, but we want to support those missionaries. So when you sow into Jennifer LeClaire Ministries, you are casting your bread upon many waters. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Hallelujah. You can use JenniferLeClaire.org slash give. JenniferLeClaire.org slash missions. Jennifer LeClaire. The text to give is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal, paypal paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the ba 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 bus text to give. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. It's not a chat line. It's not a prayer line. It's a donation line. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box, which we need to check when we get home. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. I think that's it. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to sow into your kingdom, for the opportunity to sow against a word that is liberating, or to sow into media missions around the world in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to sow. Because you give seed to the sower. We bless your name. We glorify you today. I lift up all of my awakening blaze, intercessory prayer leaders, the awakening house of prayer leaders all over the world, Hong Kong, England, Australia, and across the United States. I lift them up to you, God, and cover them. I lift up my staff, my volunteers, all those aligned with me in my Ignite network. I say, Lord, bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory. Let your hand be upon them and keep them from evil